Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. It's the man himself. It's the big beefing time. It's that time again. Same old day, just a different shit. Oh yeah, I took a massive one today. By the way, it was it was man. Was a big cleanup job or, or easy cleanup? Oh, easy cleanup, very easy cleanup, solid. Once again, solid, good solid one. So one that you feel relieved after, and you don't have all the mess. Yes, that's all. Yes, that was a good one. Yeah, that's the best kind you can have. Yeah, if you so. think about it. Well, I remember one. I had one one time. I think I already told this story, but I had one this one time that I thought I was going to have to call backup. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, We've that all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. That's was that when you were on that protein? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, that protein, man, it'll block you up. Man, I man, I didn't think that bad, but yeah, it, it just jammed me up. Yep. Six thirty-five jam. Just. <laughs> yep. No, I had to go get a. Man, it's throwing her business out there, but I had to go get Sarah a uh, a thing once because she she had the same problem, and I had to go get the, the kit. You know, the laxative. Well, it's that it's like a saline solution, but you have to uh-huh. you have to insert it in that way. Oh man, that's a bad yeah. one, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, it hurt. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it hurt. I mean, like I said, it, it was bad. It hurt. You know. <laughs> I was not a happy camper after that one. Oh, I can imagine, man. But uh, I, but, I guess we quit talking about our shit, you know. <laughs> to get to, we always talk about our shit, right? I mean, that's, yeah. Well, that's all we do is talk about our shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today at work, man, there's this uh, – I got – right now the way things are at work are kind of crazy, and I'm, I'm split, split between two different units basically. And so the newer unit um, – 
this chick, she's older and, uh, you know, she kind of has a reputation for, you know, being kind of slow and, and not really going fast, but totally hasn't been my experience since she's been down there. Like she's pretty much squashed all those rumors just by how hard she works. Well, today I'm coming back from lunch and the whole building, like the whole area I'm at, it's pretty much concrete. I mean, it's concrete driveway, concrete road, sidewalk. I mean, there's not, there's not that much grass down there. And uh, she's walking, and she looks over at me, and she waves. And then she's coming up to this curb, and she just busts it. I mean, flat on her knees, just goes straight down. And then uh, the momentum carried her face all the way to the ground. <laughs> and I always thought, you know, when I'd seen somebody fall like that, that I would start laughing. But I, I really felt bad for her. I was like, oh, God, are you okay? Like, I had to go help her. And then I told her, I was like, hey, you got to go to a doctor, man. You got to go now. And I offered to drive her. She said she could drive herself. So hopefully everything worked out. Ugh. But she had Ugh. face up and was bleeding and everything. I, I guess it's only funny when they're uh, when they're intoxicated or on drugs. That's when it's funny. Right. We know it's just well, so hard at work, you know, just made a complete accident, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, it looked like, you know, she wasn't – it wasn't like she was over-exaggerated. You know, she just slowly fell to her knees. And, you know, obviously it was painful because she wasn't – you know, ready for it. And, uh, it's all concrete. So, you know, um, and it was a real fall. So she was in pain, but I was thinking, you know, maybe if I had watched a recording of it, that may have had me laughing, but because I was there witnessing it and I had to do stuff, I didn't think it was that funny. You know, I, I think you're right. I think if you would go back and watch it, you might let out a little giggle like, damn. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I mean, it was bad, man. I mean, and, and uh, I don't think anybody else saw. I mean, I saw the whole thing go down. I wasn't really looking at her after I waved. I kind of looked down, and then that's when I saw her going over, and I was like, "Uh oh, oh shit!" And that was all she wrote. Oh man. Well, did you get in top contact with her again? She's doing okay. I, I well, I, I probably should have, but I'm just going to assume everything went all right. And... I'm, you know, I'm sure she's fine, just fine, yeah. no big deal, just fine. Yeah, I see sure people face plant every day, but they're on drugs. But you know that's different. But well, I see that a lot too. Um, they let a lot of people go from the jail, and they don't give them their meds. And so when they get out, they're stupidly fucked up. So we have to, we have to push them out in the care. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I gotta. Uh oh, somebody's wanting dad's attention. <laughs> so so somebody wanted to say hi. Does he know he's got a uh, sibling on the way? A what? A sibling on the way? Does he know that? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know that, but he, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but I can only imagine. Well, they say, they, they tell you to, even when you got a new kid, pay attention to the old one more. I think I said that already. Pay attention to the old one, the old one, the first one, I mean, I mean the old one, but the first one more so they don't lose, you know, get any regret towards the new one, you know? Hmm. So even though like well, our parents did that with us, huh? You think our parents did that with us? Uh, let me think. I I guess so. I can't remember being resentful towards Andrew, Michael, or Daniel or Crystal. You know, I don't feel a resentment towards them, and I don't feel like Mom loved one of the other more than you know me. So you know, right? So I, I don't feel that way. I don't know how Andrew, Michael, Daniel, Crystal feel, but I don't feel no resentment towards them. You know. I just remember wanting Aaron to shut up when he was crying. <laughs> I mean, you told me that just as quiet. Yeah, I had an earache one night, and uh, 
maybe he did too. I don't know, but I went into his crib and I just remember it was the dead of night and I'm just looking at him like, man, please shut up. Speaking of devil. Yeah. And he <laughs> shall come. You know what? Are, are either one of you on a diet? Are either one of you uh, changing you eat? Yeah, yeah, I am. Let me tell you this. All right, stop for a second. Because gluten is fucking... Uh, the devil? Not going with it. The, Shutting the, the fuck devil. up is gluten-free. Add that to your diet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to get there, but I got there. Uh, if you can't get there at the gate, man, it just doesn't work. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I thought that's... I forget the punchline, like, ah, forget it. I missed the punchline, forget it, you know. Yeah, you only have a certain window to get that in there, and if you don't make it in, it, you know, it's got to stop while you're ahead. Oh, yeah. Did you just see the reviews for the new uh, in-game? Review, review, reviews are coming in. And how are they? Oh, man, they're good. They're good. They said, you're going to cry, Shane. You're going to cry. They don't know. Uh-oh. They can't tell you nothing, but you're going to feel happy, excitement, and you're going to cry, <laughs> they said. I guess it all depends on who comes back and who stays dead. That depends. I guess. I'm telling you, Iron Man's gonna die. No, Iron Man's gonna I'm die. I'm telling you, if it's easy to say Iron Man's gonna die when a scroll can hide in the armor. So if Tony Stark dies, it's gonna be a scroll in there. I'm telling you, one that's gonna be a scroll. One that's gonna be a scroll. I'm telling you, put money on it. Okay, uh, I'll take that. Twenty bucks. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it. I feel like it's going to one of the that's going to be a scroll. I feel it. It's entirely possible, you know. But uh, we but, won't know until this uh, until this until we see it. That this Thursday, this Thursday, six o'clock. I'll be there. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm at the theaters out here in Waco. Man, it just gets too gets too uncomfortable trying to go out to a, a movie release of that caliber on opening day. So no, I'm no, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna it, wake up. It was bad, I guess, in me and Shane's day. It was bad because you had to fight for I'm four years younger than you, son of a bitch. Yes, yeah, back in our day, it was bad because they weren't no assigned seating. You had to just run in and hope you got a good fucking seat. You know. Yeah, <laughs> well, you try I to do that now, and then nobody sticks to it. I remember one of the first movies that I watched twice was uh, Independence Day. And the first time I went in there, like nobody was there. Like it was just pretty much set wherever you want at that little theater in, in Corsicana. And then the uh, the second time I was like, well, this was this movie was just fucking awesome. Like I got to go see this again. So the second time I went to go watch it, the place was so fucking packed they had people sitting in the damn aisles just to watch the movie. Like they had ran out of space. <laughs> really, damn. Yeah, that was just that course that kind of place. Uh, when Dragon Ball uh, Z, no, when Dragon Ball F, the one where Frieza comes back and turns gold. Yeah. When that came out at the movie theater here in Waco, they had people sitting in the fucking aisle for that one, and I was just like, man, that why? Why would I do that? When you say sitting in the aisle, they have a chair there, or they have any? No, they just sit on the steps. Like if their steps are sitting on the steps, or if it's the carpet, they're sitting on the carpet. They're yeah, sitting on their ass on the ground. I didn't go there to feel like a, a homeless person sitting on the step. Yeah, <laughs> it's there, it's man. yeah. I have a feeling that it's going to be ridiculous this weekend at the Regal, which is the one I prefer, and it's going to be ridiculous because the one that's called the Galaxy here in Waco, they serve alcohol 
and everybody decides at that particular location to bring their fucking kids with them. And I'm not sitting in a movie for three hours with you and your damn kids. I'm sorry. I'm not. I see. That's why I'm not that going to be that parent. I'm not going to be my kid when they start screaming and hollering, you know, and like, oh, I'm not going to be that guy. You know, I just want to yep. do it. When we took all the kids to go watch Shazam last weekend, uh, uh, Brittany and Sarah had, like, had to leave quite a bit during the movie because the, the babies were acting up. You, you you didn't feel no angry stares or nothing like that, or no? They they they, they 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 bought chairs right near the exit so they could just uh, you know go go in and out as they needed. And I told Sarah afterwards, it's like, hey, you should have came got me because I've already seen this movie twice. Like, it's fine if I go leave. And she's like, well, I thought the kids would want you to be present when the you know during the movie. And, so. Did you do the, the fist rave with a fist pump when uh, Shazam shows up in your costume? You show you do the fist pump when he finally makes it in there? No, uh, I kind of, you know, when I walked in, I kind of kneeled. I kind of like gave a bow to everybody that was there and waved. Then he gave the slow cat clap for you? Anyone clap for uh, you? Somebody said, hey, Shazam. And nobody said shit else. <laughs> hey, the, the Flash, you know. Yeah, thank yeah. God nobody said that. Who's that fucking weirdo coming in here dressed up like that? <laughs> those those days are over. Even now, even like Aaron was saying at our Easter thing, people knew people were saying who Shazam was. And them folks, I ain't never heard anybody in that group say Shazam in my whole life. And then like three or four people were talking about the Shazam movie. Yep. It's like, well, there we go. He got he got some it's like it's the same thing as Deadpool. Deadpool had yeah. his movie come out and he got a lot of everybody knows who he is now. What I, what I wanted to see for Shazam was I wanted to see the DC universe get some spark back in it because they've had so many flops and they, they've had all these big projects that, that were so hyped up that just failed to deliver. I'm not saying they weren't good movies, but I'm saying that they didn't get the crowd excited the way that Marvel movies have gotten the crowd excited. And then Shazam comes out. And even if you don't like superhero movies, you probably like Shazam. I mean, Chris Pratt even said something about it. Yeah. No, that's a good movie. I'm saying uh, Aquaman uh, took the second spot in my DC uh, favorites. Versus also Man a good Marvel. one. You know, Aquaman, like, wow, yeah. Aquaman, okay. I, I gotta say, the, the Aquaman, I, I, there were some things about it that I didn't like, but overall, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. When he shows up in that suit at the end of it, you know, and you're like, damn, you know, that's Aquaman. Uh, and then Black, uh, Black Mana's all in his armor and shit, and I was like, Fuck, man, they've but man, know, got the, it right. Black man got fucked up, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's just a guy, you know? He's just a yeah. dude in their no, suit, well, you know? He, he, he kicked himself. Aquaman's ass at first, though. You got to yeah. remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he fucked him up. Well, he fucked himself up, kind of, but, you know, overall, he, fucked, he got fucked up. Just I was like, I've always tried to tell people, you know, out of all the comic books I've read, anytime Black Mana shows up, like, he's there to fucking kick ass and take names. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> fuck around, you know? He gets straight to the business. He's not like Dr. Doom who gives you this, you know, hour-long speech before he enacts his plan. Fucking Black Man yeah. shows up Roundabout. with his laser beams and tries to stab your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I really think in that next in the next movie, I bet you money that they're going to have Black Man come back and kill Aquaman's kid like he did in the comic books. Man, you think I, so? I, Dang. I bet that's what happens. I'll give you the maybe he'll cut his arm off, you know, the, 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 the hook thing. Cartoon what happened is, is they were about to kill Aquaman's kid, and to save his kid, Aquaman cut his own hand off to save yeah. him. Now, yeah. they might do that. They might do that. But then again, they could just kill the kid and cut his hand off, you know I mean? Fuck Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I'm gonna give a shit about this second rate hero. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's. It was a good movie. I mean, Aquaman yeah. was good. Um, you know. Yeah, it, I'm saying that in jest. I don't really mean that about Aquaman. I liked Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Did okay. you? Y- y- y'all watched uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, right? Yep. A- apparently, when Chris Evans came out of the uh, the chamber, he was all buff. You know, yep. Yep. the chick that almost touched his chest. Like the, I can't remember her name. The remember she she almost touched his chest. Yeah. That, that, wasn't, the, that wasn't in the script. She like she literally was overwhelmed by being that close to Chris Evans' buff body, being moist. Man, he like, he put some fucking muscle on, dude. I mean, like he was already cut and big in the Losers, and you remember like when he was in the elevator scene and he was wearing that body armor shirt. That I'm sorry, that Under Armour shirt that was real form fitting. You could tell the dude worked out. Oh but man, America changed. He changed. The only guy I would say that in a superhero movie that was bigger than Chris Evans was either Henry Cavill or uh, Chris Hemsworth. One of those two guys is the only two people I'd say would be bigger than than Chris. Chris, Evans. Chris Hemsworth got so muscled up they had to like he couldn't fit into his suit. He he almost got cut, didn't he, from the from the show from the movie? He yeah, yeah, he, he got too muscular for the damn to put the suit on. <laughs> well, do you, do you, uh, I think Chris Evans have got more buff in uh, the Winter Soldier, like the elevator scene. Oh, he got more defined. You know, he got more defined. Like when he was uh, when he was pulling on that helicopter, and you could see him flexing all the veins in his fucking arm. He did a he did a workout just for that scene. And I was reading up on that the the uh, the exercises he was doing just for that scene with that helicopter. He did a very very a very specific workout. Man, just. Yeah. Super buff, you know. Oh, you know, if they're gonna pay you, you know, twenty million dollars to go film a movie, you better get your ass in the gym, you know. Well, Speaking no. of, yeah, paying you money to, to be in a movie, The Rock has recent uh, pictures of his speak on the internet. He's huge. He's bigger than he's ever been. But so they, they'll probably just put him in spandex. He won't need a, a suit like. Uh, no, he won't. You know. But but they they pay for that, don't they? Like they pay like, hey, you need to be this character. Here's your personal so they can't up. legally yeah. tell you. Yeah, they can't. You they can't legally tell you you need to weigh this much, or you need to look like this, or you need to have these measurements. So because your agent will sue them, but they can tell you. All right, so this is what we're looking for. We want the character to look like this guy, and so you take it upon yourself to do what it takes what, to look like. Yeah, that. that's what happened to Chris Pratt because he was chubby when he first started acting, and yep. he, a, yeah, he kept a, getting turned down. And he was like, and basically, somebody told him he's like, look, man. Nobody's going to want to make a chubby action figure. So, yeah, true, true. You know, <laughs> you got to lose weight. You got to lose weight, and that's what everybody was doing. He gets picked up for Star Lord, which I got to say, man, he he is Star Lord. When I, I can't think of anybody else being that oh, character either. than him. I couldn't either. Well, he's he's Star Lord in those movies, right? Like the Star Lord in the comic books is a whole different animal. I know that, but I'm saying for the movie purposes, the way that they did the character, just like they built uh, the movie version of Iron Man, they built that for fucking RDJ. Yeah. Well, I, I can, I can, I can go down that road. It just that with, with Star Lord though, I, I, just Guardians of the Galaxy in general, it's been kind of a disappointment to me, like overall, because because it wasn't true to the yeah, comic. They made Drax a fucking idiot. I mean, he's funny, like he's hilarious. So, I mean, I have fun watching the movies. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the movies. But from what I've seen in the comic books, like, fucking Drax rips out Thanos' heart and, like, fucking, you know, squishes it in his hand. And in this comic book, in the, in the movie, he's just, like, 
uh, I'm so still you can't even see me. Like, and it's, I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's, it's not quite the Drax I know. Which, um, which, yeah. which movie was um, Hugh Jackman more buff in? Oh, probably the Logan, the last one, right? That's when he oh, got right. all roided oh, out. Was, I think so. I don't, I, they, they made him look really old in Logan. Know, yeah, but I'm talking about the clone, the clone uh, version of him. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Better than the Wolverine. One of those movies, you could tell he was on whatever that HGH or whatever it is, like because if, you watch, if yeah. you watch him in the first X Men, he looks like just a normal guy, like when his shirt's off. Well, no, he's he's got some good good looking uh, arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ain't got the he ain't got the six pack and the abs and the and the you know the man the muscle breast the muscle tits. Yeah. When I was reading, he was waking up like he like when he go to sleep, he would wake up every day. It was like every hour or two hours, eat a piece of chicken to keep the metabolism going. So he he you know he was fucking dedicated to being that good buff for the. Uh, let me, let me jump in on that real quick, John, because there's another movie that, that um, two of the actors did that with. It was called Pain and Gain, and it had oh, Mark man. Wahlberg and Dwayne. Yeah. With um, Mark Wahlberg, if you watch that, man, he is bigger than he's ever been man, in his man. life. Not just that he's buff. He's thick. Like, his neck is thick. His waist is thick. His legs are thick. Everything about him is man. thick in that movie. Yeah, dude, he was fucking big. You know, I still like, though, in that movie uh, – the stepdad or whatever, the one where Will Ferrell. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like at the very end of it, like cause Mark Wahlberg's kind of like the badass, but then at the very end of it, John Cena shows up and he makes Mark Wahlberg look like a little kid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, when you when you look at John Cena's body and you compare his body to an average person, he's kind of like the mountain. He's just he's huge. And the Big Show even said it because the Big Show has been body slammed by John Cena. He said, you know, there's been some athletes in my day that have really impressed me. Brock Lesnar is very athletic. He's explosive. He just comes at you and he's so fast and so big that it kind of it kind of takes your breath away the first time you see it. But when somebody picks you up, I wouldn't want to be picked up by anybody other than John Cena. And this is coming straight from the Big Show Mm. because when John Cena picked up the Big Show, he's like, you're not going anywhere. He doesn't want you to go. He's got you. Like, well, put the world on that. I would wager Mark Henry probably was a you know. They say he's the he's the strongest guy that ever wrestled. I, I, I like the younger Mark Henry. I like younger Mark. Henry. Well, you know when Mark Henry the first time he went away, um, he he had a choice to compete in the strongman competition again, and he called Vince and he was like, "Hey, uh, you know, I, I want to do this." And Vince said, "Okay, but I'm going to let you know right now, I don't have room in the WWF for somebody who I don't have room for." the second world's strongest man. I only have room for the world's strongest man. And sure enough, uh, Mark Henry, that motivated him to win two times in a row, the strongest man in the world competition. <laughs> That's kind of cool. You can't think of that, that motivation? Or is he dicking with me? You know? Well, I mean, he would have been out of a job. I mean, what would Vince know? I mean, he had to go to WCW or something because Vince made it clear. He's like, look, uh, you're the world's strongest man. And if you're not the world's strongest man, uh, I don't have a job for you. Uh, let, let's um let's break this real quick. WCW, <laughs> who was your favorite character in WCW? Oh, Sting. Yeah, it's gonna be Sting. Well, I don't know. I kind of like Goldberg too. Shit. I know. I have to go Sting. Goldberg was badass, but man, Sting's just stood the test of time. He's like yeah, seven years old still wrestling. Well, I wish we could add Cliff into this because he's a fucking WCW guru. Actually, oh, he's like, I don't know. He's probably asleep. He's got to work in the morning. But, uh, <laughs> I, I remember watching WCW and then 
The first time Goldberg, this new contender, Goldberg, his big fucking guy just walks out. Yeah, he was and, massive. And he, I remember seeing the jackhammer for the first time. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? What was that? Kid in school was talking about the jackhammer. <laughs> he just beat that dude up and like, that's the fucking best move I've ever seen. The jackhammer. <laughs> the whole concept of Goldberg was just impressive. I mean, it was all, it was all show. Like it was. It was all like he didn't he didn't really pay his dues. He just kind of showed up and they're like, okay, um, you're going to be unstoppable. Nobody's going to beat you. And this is the look and this is the attitude you need to have. And he just nailed it like every time. And then see, slowly they let him build up like he started with lower level guys. And then he started getting this like reputations like nobody's defeated Goldberg yet. Who's going to finally beat this guy? And then when he got up to the superstars and he started kicking all their asses. Well, shit, by that point, everything, you know, was so exciting and. And yeah, you'd have people chanting Goldberg all the time. Anytime somebody did something badass, they'd be like, Goldberg, Goldberg. And like, you just, you know, slap yourself in the head and yell and scream and shit and stick your tongue out. And, <laughs> you know. I was always thought he came out, the smoke went around, and he blew the smoke back out of his mouth. He like inhaled it and he blew it back out. Like, okay. You know, he got, he got shocked one time doing or he got burned one time doing that. Really? He got burned <laughs> and he got shocked. Somebody uh, had a taser. And one or a cattle prod or something in the ring, and they really hit him with it. You know, fucking put him down. <laughs> well, John, I want to, I want to go go back to that movie I was talking about because you mentioned that uh, that uh, Hugh Jackman got up like every hour or so to eat. Uh-huh. That's what that's pretty much what The Rock and Mark Wahlberg were doing is that they would wake up every three to four hours and eat something, and then they would I go thought back the Rock to would get that much bigger. Man, I thought The Rock was very big. The, the rock, yeah, yeah. There was rumors about him possibly taking yeah. steroids because come on. Yeah, come on, look at him. Look at those fucking shoulders he had, man. Look at his fucking shoulders. He's huge, but there's some concern about him taking steroids during that time. But anyway, when he was on that diet, he had been on that diet for like three weeks, four weeks, or whatever, and he took a day to kind of just eat whatever he wanted. He started out with a gallon of milk, and uh, I think it was either like twelve or sixteen pancakes. Buttermilk pancakes. He ate them all in one day. And that's not the only thing he eat. Like I was saying, he drank a gallon of milk in a day. And then he ate pancakes and he just ate a whole shit ton of food. He ate whatever he wanted to. It was just like all comfort food because he had been on a very strict diet for a very long time. And what about that, uh, that article just blew my mind how much food he ate. Like well, 8,000 uh, calories, bro. Steve Stallone in uh, Rambo, he got pretty big in that. He, yeah. He, he, but he admitted to using, you know, yeah, he was using yeah. some shit that was legal in China. And yeah, he got caught with it coming over here. Not legal here, though. Yeah, it's human growth hormone. But he got, but you remember Rambo? He was fucking. He, you know they're doing another Rambo, right? Do you know they're doing another one? He's 77 yeah. years old, man. But and Arnold's got another Terminator coming out. It's going to be in Colorado, right? They say he's going to be here in the States that there's the next Rambo movie in. Probably he'll probably be going against white supremacist or something because that's something the topical like thing right now. Yeah, he's he's going to be training somebody. He's going to be training a replacement. Oh, could be, yeah. yeah but he was, he, but he wasn't really uh he wasn't really. I don't think he'd want a replacement. He kind of wanted to be left alone, right? Like he always got drugged back into shit. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen is that somebody's going to be trying to go against a group oh, and ramp up. You're the you're the best. I need help. Can you help me? Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Because that's what they did with the last movie. Is like, hey, you know this area. Yeah, we've that's right. Yeah, we, we need yeah. your help. That's that's how he's going to get drugged back in and again. And it'll be the final time. He'll either die or somebody will take his place. But nobody will understand what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. You get back. Life will hit you. Heavy machine guns. Keep moving forward. <laughs> I don't like that heavy fire. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I got sniper rifles. Keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah, Stallone, man. He's uh, he's something else. He's Something a character. Else. I got to give it to him, dude. He built a dynasty with Rocky. And, and when Creed came out and they stepped it up to, to his plate and he, he delivered with Creed 1. And uh, did anybody see Creed 2? I haven't watched it yet, no. I, I was going to rent it. For my, I'm off tomorrow. I was going to rent it. I totally forgot to get it. The guy that's playing that. the Russian son is immense. He is huge. He's, a, he's, he's bigger than Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren's a big old boy. He well, I'm not say he's taller than Dolph Lundgren, but he's definitely bigger than Dolph Lundgren. I think I told you all this once at the beginning of the podcast, but you, did y'all know that in the in Rocky Four, like when they were doing the, the fights, like Dolph Lundgren hit Rocky so hard in his chest it caused his heart to move? To go, yeah. You said it already. Man, F that, man. Yeah, uh-huh. they were taken to the hospital because uh-uh. of it. Yeah. Uh-uh, Stopped man. filming for two weeks. Had to shut the movie down because uh, that's how hard he hit him. And, and when they interviewed Dolph about it, he's like, well, he told me to go at him as hard as I could, so that's what I did. Well, damn it! <laughs> did, that, did that happen to uh, to um, Chris Huffrey to uh, whoever who plays Loki? They, he told him to hit him for real. He hit him for real. Oh, I don't know. Like, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. I know. Um, I know. Shia LaBeouf hit uh, Tom Hardy and knocked his ass out in one of their movies. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so that's the thing, man. Is that Tom Hardy? I mean, they're both really buff guys because uh, Shia LaBeouf did a military movie and he was really in shape. And then Tom Hardy comes out as Bane and he's freaking huge. And Shia LaBeouf still took a swing at him, man. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> and I think uh, I think uh, uh, what's the um, Clint Eastwood's son? I think it's Bruce Eastwood. I can't remember. But uh, he uh, he said that they was on set with Shia and Shia like took a scissor to his hand and like started cutting into his hand. He's like, look at me. Can, can you do? Can you take that kind of pain? And Eastwood's just like, oh, Scott Eastwood. He's just looking at him. He's like, uh, dude, get the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> like, uh, I'm trying to act. Like, I got a job to do here. I'm not interested in all that. Yeah, you know, acting, being crazy, and trying to make. Something. Yeah. You know, when Shia LaBeouf was first going, I really had a lot of respect for him. And, and when he did Man Down, you know, that kind of made me respect that his his commitment to the job is is pretty strong. But. He's just had way too many fucking personal decisions that are questionable in my mind. The dude's a nutcase, man. He's just throwing whatever he can up against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, and just have fun. He, you he, know? He, I think he, the same thing. He just kind of just lost it. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, you got when you, he he just lives in a different. Anytime those Disney kids, I mean, like the only Disney kid that's kept their shit together has been Justin Timberlake. Everybody else, I mean, they go through a phase in their life where it just gets bad, like the fame just gets out of control and they can't handle it, you know? No, no, I wouldn't say that. One of the kids from Tool Time, he was the voice of uh, one of the lions in Lion King. He was the last time you heard from that kid? I just read an article about him the other day. He got out of acting and he found a regular job and he's doing great. Okay. I'm talking about staying famous and staying well-known. Like, that is rare. Like, Macaulay Culkin is okay, but... He had to get out of shit. Well, where like he where is he at? Anything. Where is Macaulay Culkin at? He's got, it, he actually showed up on this uh, movie review channel that I like to watch. He showed up as a guest on there. He said that he just uh, he just chills at his house. He, he made a, He said he didn't spend all of his money that he made when he was making movies. So 
He's just uh, chilling. What other movies did he make? I got to look those up now. What, what Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Well, look, the movies that he starred in, like Home Alone. He was in yeah. Home Alone, Richie Rich, Rich, Home Alone 2. Uh, oh, basically. He was on The Good Son. You ever watch that one? Yeah, he was in The Good Son with Elijah Wood. That was a good one. Damn, that movie's fucking cold. When he throws a fucking brick off the bridge and hits a car and kills this person. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a bad he's little shit. Kill, yeah, he was going to kill his mom. He was in that movie, uh, My Girl, where he dies from bee stings. Womp, womp, womp. No, I don't think he was in Dennis the Menace. I know he was in Richie Rich. Yeah, it was a different kid in different uh, Dennis the Menace. But, um, he's done other stuff, too. Yeah, I mean, he had a rough period, but I said most of those child actors get fucked up. Like, uh, yeah, Corey Feldman. Yeah, like he's he's a nutcase. I, I, well, okay, so yeah, that's uh, who's the chubby little guy from Rudy? Uh, Samwise, what's his name? Rudy. Uh, Sean Austin. He he's okay. Like he doesn't have any drama, but fucking but most of them do. Yeah, stayed in movie. You know, most of them do have issues. They like that kid from uh. Fucking Star Wars, like he's been to jail and shit. Like, oh, that yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's got some sort of personality disorder, like schizophrenia or something. Well, he was getting death threats after the first Star Wars movie came out. Why? Because <laughs> he, he, was, he wasn't a good actor, John. Like he sucked. Oh, I think the poor guy did his best. You know, I don't think he was that horrible. It wasn't. It, you're right. It wasn't his fault. It's fucking George Lucas's fault. But still. Yeah, and the writers. I blame the writers. They gave him a shit script. So here's my opinion. You can put the most golden actor in a movie and give them a shitty script, and maybe, maybe they'll have a 50% chance of pulling it off. But that's a golden actor. I'm talking, you know. Patrick uh, Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart level. So I was going to say, you can get Patrick Stewart anything, and he'll make it fucking amazing. Well, not not anything. I mean, it's got to be something that you can believe Patrick Stewart doing. Like him as Patrick professor. Stewart could recite one of our podcast episodes, and it'd be the best song. I know. Episode. I know. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that's a mighty tall order, even for Patrick Stewart. But <laughs> he's knocked it out of the park, man. Like it's fucking, it'd be epic. You get what I'm saying. So this guy obviously was not Patrick Stewart, and they gave him a script that I really think was kind of lackluster. And they probably didn't even try to work with him. So when directors are directing a, a shoot, and and I say that because I, I only been on the stage, I haven't actually been in a movie, but the rehearsals are pretty much the same. You're 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 still taking orders from a director. They're coaching you while you're acting. They're stopping you. They're making you do it again. They're making you try new things. They're they're trying to give you notes or because they're the audience. They're watching you and they want the movie to be a certain way. And so if nobody took the interest in that kid and said, hey, why don't you try it this way? Or we, we want it to sound like this or get a little bit louder here or be a little quieter there or whatever the fuck. If that didn't happen, then they didn't really set him up for success either. They fucked up by making it about a little kid. Nobody wants to see Anakin as a kid. Like, yeah. you He's know. true. He's true. They make. I don't like how they did the Jedi, John. Where did when you read? You've read some of the expanded universe, right, John? Right, John. Okay, so like in the older expanded universe stories, were the Jedi's like that? Were they like all like hipsty, like hippies and shit, like wearing robes and all that shit? Basically, they still were the same way. They they still did stuff like they still wore the robes and good stuff like that. It, it really hasn't changed a lot. They still did the same thing. They still went out and just well, it's just the way like Obi Wan describes Anakin in the in the movies. 
it makes it seem like uh, Anakin was more militaristic. Like he was kind of like Luke was. Like he wore all black, you know. You know, didn't wear the robes. Didn't really care about that, and just straight to business. And but they made him this little fucking happy-go-lucky kid. Like, oh, I love my mom, and I, lo- I love Padme, and she's older than me, and I'm gonna have a kid with her one day. I mean, it's just like fuck, man. Yeah, it's just I, dumb, I don't really you know how they worked that out. Him being so young and her being older. And- I guess she's robbing the cradle, bro. She liked them little boys. That's weird. See, I can see. Can't you? Can't y'all see Patrick Stewart saying that line? He liked them little boys. Like, I mean, wouldn't that just be? No, 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 we're not. (laughs) The the best one I can think of saying is George Clooney playing Batman. Great A, great A character. Great A, great guy. Great character. Great actor. Bad, bad. It's a shit movie, man. Just, just terrible. And then he did it. Yeah, and he did the best he could. <laughs> I mean, you know, he really did the best he could. He like, George Clooney gave it 110%. Man, he did it. Dude, I, I've always liked Val Kilmer as an actor, but when they gave him Batman, I was like, ah. Well, he was too, he was trying to be too, he was being too Val Kilmer. He's like, he's too quiet. Which Batman was that shit. he was trying to pull it off? You know, like, which Batman yeah. is this? The yeah. Going just, kind of crazy did. Batman, you know. And his lips were way too pouty. Like that didn't that didn't look good. The whole pouty lip thing just didn't look good. Well, the idea was is that Val Kilmer was a playboy, and so was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I just I uh, feel like if they would have went with Val Kilmer's Batman more like they did with uh, Christian Bale's, I think it would have worked better. Ah, more militaristic with Christian Bale's Batman. No, but I'm saying like if Val Kilmer had been more like that though, versus how he was in his movie. You can keep the movie, but just change his performance to match more like Bale's without the voice thing. I think it would have worked, you know. I don't know. Well, you got to get the first Batman that uh, he wasn't really – that was all suit in the first one because when you see him, he's a thin guy. Average. Yeah, Michael Keaton's just a normal guy. Yeah, average build. But he yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger had some shit to say about that. He said all these Hollywood actors, nobody's taking the time to get in shape and fit. They're all just putting on, you know, Velcro muscles. And then fuck it. Yeah, Stallone was in the same boat. Stallone was like, why did I work out so hard if they could have just put me in a rubber suit? Like, what? <laughs> what, what who cares about uh, Schwarzenegger? He only was out of a suit like one time. And, and the rest of the time he's in that big old suit, the Mr. Freeze suit, you know? Oh, and the, uh, yeah, but he was an old man by that point. That was 98. Think so? He oh. really called it in, 98. I mean, he had to be, I think he had to be like in his late 40s by that point, early 50s. I mean, come on, man. You got to give the guy, you know, Why? I mean, you just, there's only so much you can Why do. Why was he trying to make him sing Christmas songs? I never understood that fucking part. Why the fuck? Well, because it's cold. It's, you know, snow. It was winter, that yeah. makes no fucking sense. Why do you make him sing Christmas he likes uh, He likes things in the snow and then talking about the snow and the cold. <laughs> hey, man. Mr. Snow, Mr. Five Below, or whatever it was. I think it's just Arnold just wanted to sing. And so there you I'm go. Your, I'm, your, I'm your evil henchman. I put a kick ass for you. You got me fucking singing Christmas songs in this bitch. You know? Freezing your ass off. Can't even yeah. feel your own test. You know. Yeah, if you did Mr. Freeze right, you could do it really good if you did it right. And they didn't. They didn't really do it right. Like they, his origin, they did fine, but the actual Mister Freeze is there. He was kind of a goofball. I like how the um he he really did the part with his wife pretty well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His origin, like if they gave if they 
like made Mr. Freeze in the current DC universe and like they gave Arnold another shot at it, I think Arnold could pull it off. I think he could do it right and not sing the stupid songs and shit and the, the crappy little punchlines, you know, chill. Or, you know. I like the punchlines in the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, like for kids, but Always. it's kind of like uh, your pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that it's one of those movies that doesn't hold. You know what movie like holds up that's, that's I think is underrated? Uh, Billy Zane's The Phantom. It's still good. It's still a good movie. That's a good movie. You can watch good. that right now, and it's it's entertaining. It's pretty good. Yeah. That whole part, you like that underground meetup in the cave, or or where they're meeting with the Chinese in the cave, or wherever the fuck it was. That's well. To be fair, that's the last like five minutes of the movie. And yeah, Treat Williams overdoes it when he's like, "Show me the power." Show me the power. Like that was a little over the top. But the rest of the movie's solid, man. You got uh who's that chick married to Michael Douglas? Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Like she's a she's an aviatrix. Like they got her fucking in planes and shit. And uh you know, and just the whole thing was just a cool movie. It's got uh yeah, it's a good 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 solid story about the Phantom. I bet I heard his balls though driven from a fucking plane onto a fucking horse, man. If you watch that and uh, and you watch it on VHS now, or well on DVD either. You you can clearly see that it's a stunt man. That it's it's stunt people. It's like the chick uh-huh. doesn't even look like the girl at all. Like doesn't look anything like her. Um, so yeah. Hello, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, y'all. I got it. Are you, Play it. You got it. Yeah. Oh shit! How is it? I got it on PC. I haven't played it yet. I said I'm gonna play it. I heard. heard oh good. well, don't spoil it for heard, me, man. I heard some good reviews about it. Stuff. Well, they've been watch. hyping that shit up all month long. That's all I've been seeing is Mortal Kombat trailers, and then they play the music. So the mu- yeah. music gets stuck in your head. So the the Steam the Steam library that so I bought it for PC. I don't have a console because my console got stolen. So the Steam library they never found that thing. No, the the detectives didn't even bother keeping up with me on it. So. Well, you should have went up to the pawn stores and looked for it, man. Nah, I, I let it go. Uh, so, with the game on Steam, you can look at games and they'll have reviews that the crowd leaves. They're mostly negative out of 700 reviews. Shit. <laughs> well, it's probably because of how short it is, right? Um, I, um, I can go look at them right now if you want. Yeah, pull them up. I love it. Yeah. Well, you know, you ever done that? You ever read people's comments? Just you see a random page, like, oh, a lot of comments. Let me see who fucking makes a big fucking deal out about this. You know, I love reading comments about shit like that. Well, some people just hate. You know, they just get online to hate. Like, if you read their comments and other posts, like, it's always hateful. Like, everything they post is hate. I mean, I like, I- <laughs> How you go? So, have y'all been, y'all been listening to, uh, say, I told you it gets stuck in your head. Have y'all been listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast lately? No, I ain't got a chance to. He had this guy on yesterday that basically is questioning the whole notion of, you know how what we were taught in school that like maybe like 15,000 years ago or 20,000 years ago, there were people living in Russia and there's a landmass called the Bering Strait that when uh, the Ice Age hit, it caused this land to rise above sea level so those people living in Russia could come across and populate Northern America. Well, he's uncovered evidence that suggests that the opposite is true, 
that people left out of North America and went out to the world because they found this DNA in the Amazon and the only other match on earth for that DNA is this group of native uh, Australians, Aborigines. And so it leads to the suggestion that, you know, how, how did it get there? Like, nobody knows how the fuck they, how did, how did people from Australia get to the fucking Amazon 10,000, 15,000 years ago? And, like, it's not, it shouldn't have happened. And this, this is his own evidence he's uncovered or, you know, he wishes his own money on it? No, somebody else said, uh, it was, what, basically what had happened is, is the Amazon for the last, like, forever has pretty much been unexplored. But since they're starting to deforest the Amazon now, they're, like, cutting it away for crops and shit. They're uncovering all this stuff. And they found these uh, sites of ancient humans and while they were doing construction. And he went and interviewed the uh, DNA uh, person that led the team because they have DNA evidence. And he was like well, where do you think this came from? And he's like, well, the only, you know, the archaeologists tell me that's impossible, that it couldn't happen because people weren't advanced to sail across the oceans back at that time. And he's like, well, what do you think happened? He's like, well, I mean, they had to sail across. That's the only way it fucking happened, you know? But they're telling me that it's impossible. So I don't know what to think. Uh, All I know is that the DNA is a match. And uh, he's got all kinds of theories about how there was this lost hidden civilization before us like years ago that was advanced but maybe they um, they had mind powers and that's how the pyramids were built versus that's ridiculous well see, and that's the problem like when he starts talking about this shit that's what he gets hit with is you know but the but the way he comes to this is from psychedelics using stuff like dmt and like the shamans and the stuff that go in these out-of-body experiences he yeah, thinks there's something the to that joe rogan is that he subscribes to using mind-altering drugs he does uh sensory deprivation tanks he takes shrooms he smokes a lot of weed um he he does all kinds of substances and so when somebody comes out with like some sort of review of that kind or some sort of ideology that matches his, of course he's going to put him on his fucking show. Well, he had, he had a he had a debate on there that was about uh, drugs. That was good, and he was fair. I mean, he, he was open minded. Yeah, he's a he very open minded guy. But it's when I hear about somebody talking about psychedelics on her on his show, I'm not surprised. Well, I'm just saying the guy had a lot of good points, and the fact that the DNA is there in the Amazons in Australia. It's true. That's that's true. So the Mortal Kombat 11 reviews, what I'm seeing right now, a lot of it is about microtransactions and uh, bugs. It crashes. It doesn't connect right. There's a lot of cr- cryptocurrency, not cryptocurrency, in-game currency that you need to have to get uh, advanced in the game. Um, terribly. Oh, yeah. They've been bad about that. Like all the Injustice games are like that. Like you got three different types of freaking game currencies. You got credits, coins. And just it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like silver coins, silver credits. Yeah, I could see that. I could see why people would be pissed about that because you want you want the special costumes, but you have to pay money to get them. Well, it's bullshit. Basically. That was like that Star Wars game. Like, oh, you can get Darth Vader, but if you had enough money, you can just keep buying with the chain, just fucking buy them. There, you're done. You know, with everybody. Yeah. Oh, I earn money by playing the game. You never fucking get there. You never get there. Yeah. You know? No, you can't. You can't in these in like the injustice games. Sure. You can play it all the fuck you want. Cause I got I got my dark side up to level twenty, and I can't get shit for him. Like I have to spend money to buy, and and you really don't buy. Like it's not like you would think. You go okay, okay. Well, I want this suit, so I'm gonna go buy this suit. No, you buy a crate, 
and then the crate gives you a chance to get the items. So you have to buy a shit ton of crates, and hopefully that one of them has what you want. Oh, it's hell just no. fucking ridiculous to me. I hate that they do that. I don't know who thinks that, but... You know, if you get enough people to fall for it, you make a shit ton of money. Hell, happening in the gaming community. A lot of people are, are pitching a fit about it. And that's what's pretty much what I'm seeing on the review right now. Um, so it's, but the actual gameplay seems like it's like the story. Nothing bad about that. Right? Cause that's what seems the most interesting to me. I was watching our cousin Austin Shane on Twitch. He's a streamer on Twitch. And he, I was seeing some of the um, cut scenes between fights. And the voice actors that they use, I'm like, oh, come on, get some new talent in there. You're recycling all these these buzz names. So the, the voice for Sub-Zero, I've heard him in a thousand other things. It's like, come on, man, I recognize him right out of the gate. And then the, the voice for, um, for uh, not Shao Kahn, but... Uh, Sonya Blade is Ronda Rousey. Yeah, man, and it's like, come on, you can get some... Get some new talent in there, some people that just don't sound – because I hear that, that voice for the guy that plays Sub-Zero, and all I can think of is like Spike from Cowboy Bebop or uh, Wolverine from the, the Deadpool games. Or, you know, I, I, I can picture everything that he's been in because he's been in so much shit. Yeah, but I haven't watched any of that stuff, so I won't recognize him. Uh, whatever. All right. So it works for me. That seemed to be- well, I thought the whole time travel. Do you know what's been going on in the Mortal Kombat universe, John? No, tell, no I'm gonna say, tell me what's going on. Give me, give me a so, so like, okay, you have Mortal Kombat one, and Liu Kang wins the tournament, and this that pisses Shao Kahn off. So Shao Kahn invades Earth Realm and says, "Well, now we're having another fucking tournament," and he basically broke the rules. But the other gods were like, "Well, if you if humanity's meant to survive, they'll survive." And Liu Kang defeats Shao Kahn. So this really pisses Shao Kahn off. So then he just fo- totally merges the world, and that's Mortal Kombat 3. And so everything just hits the fan. It's fucking anarchy and destruction. And, you know, Raiden and Liu Kang once again defeat Shao Kahn, and they think that's the end of it. And uh, instead, this guy named Shunuk come to find out that he's behind a lot of this shit. He's an altered god that's been disgraced. And Quan Chi is trying to get him back in power. So Quan Chi uh, is working behind the scenes to manipulate all this shit. And it keeps getting worse and worse. And violently one day, Quan Chi uh, forms an alliance with Shinnok. And they kill. They end up killing Liu Kang. And then they invade the Earth Realm. So um, Raiden, who you know is there when all this happens, decides to alter the past, and he sends a message to himself in the past and says, "Look, you know this is what's going to happen if you do this. So you need to change things." And so Raiden then alters the course of history, and it causes a shit ton of problems in the timeline. So in this next series, this next installment. Um, basically the goddess of time is stepping in to try to fix things. What the fuck? And so, and so Raiden, it's like you can, they bring in like versions of the characters from the past. So you get the current Johnny Cage, but then you get Johnny Cage like in the 90s and he like he meets himself. And, and so it's kind of interesting seeing how they interact with each other. Should be an interesting game then. I might have to get him a try. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll buy it new, especially if it's got all these issues Aaron said, but I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get it. Well, you remember um, Friday the 13th, that game just crashed right out the gate. When it hit- oh, yeah, but it was still fun. When it worked, it was fun. Yeah, I, I remember that. Like- but it was garbage. I mean, it was hot garbage for a long time, for like three months, it was garbage. 
yeah, you know, it wasn't worth it. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't worth it. You know, they just finally picked up. You learn how to play. And... But I can't think of an online game that I had more fun playing than Friday the 13th because the people playing in those lobbies were fucking hilarious. Like, it was just if you got good, it was yeah. just laughter after laughter. Yeah, man. you got good people you had fun with. Yeah, man, I met so many people. They're just funny as hell, you know. I mean, there was one night where I couldn't. I could. I lost my breath. I was laughing so hard at the dumb shit they were saying. Like it was just ridiculous. <laughs> I remember that one guy who played Jason. He broke. He was breaking through the uh, the door. Can I talk to you about our Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, hey, but come on, man. I just got a message for you. <laughs> there was one I was watching. It was this uh, this British couple, and they were playing. And this uh, this chick is like, you know, trying to get some weapons and trying to get some stuff to defend against Jason. She's opening the drawer and I guess her, it was her boyfriend or somebody rolls up on her and he's Tommy and he pulls out the shotgun and he just fucking wastes her like right there. <laughs> and she just says, Alex, like real loud. And like, it was so funny because nobody saw it coming. And we're like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I just felt like something to do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember then, a uh, times uh, you try to kill me, say I barely got away. Not all the time, yeah. but I yeah, oh, I'm pretty cold with Jason, man. I'll take out the whole fucking thing. Like, uh, I got the traps down. I know where to go. And I know when to hear the noises. It's time to move. Uh, that now I did have one team. They almost they 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 almost killed me. They almost killed me as Jason. Oh shit! And one time I let them do it on purpose because I wanted to see what would happen. Um, but one team almost got it on their own without having to try. I did it one time. I did it. I killed. We killed Jason. I did it. Now, I ain't gonna lie, Shane. I fucked up one. Someone did something like they took the, the machete into the water and dropped it or some shit. We fucking just lost the game. Like, like you fucking dumbass. Why would you do that? Yeah. Man, Friday the 13th, you have to follow a very specific way to kill Jason. Uh, what what you, did you have to do? You get anything wrong in the formula, it won't happen. You had to, um, knock his mask off, right? Well. First thing you got to do is go to his cabin and get his mom's sweater. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Second thing you got to do is somebody's got to die and come back as Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis is the only person that can actually kill Jason. Okay. Um, then you got to get the machete and you got to have Tommy Jarvis have the machete. Yeah. But somebody has to hit. Somebody has to freeze. Um, well, first you got to get the mask off of him, and then the mask has to be equipped in Tommy Jarvis's inventory. So Tommy Jarvis has the machete and the mask. Somebody's got to have a baseball bat, um, and so you got to have uh, the mom's sweater, Jason's mom's sweater. You stun Jason with that sweater. You hit him with the bat to get him on his knees, and then you hit him upside the head with the machete with Tommy Jarvis, and that's how you kill him. You have to do it in those steps, or it won't work. It was cool, though, when you finally did, though. It was cool. Yeah, no, it's cool to see. And, um, you know, also the fun part is, like, just how petty people get when they're trying to get away. Like, you know, when you're on that boat and, like, you got some people just kind of waiting to get on the boat. And, you know, it's like, hey, uh, I'm in this spot and I'm not moving. I'm getting on. They're like, come on, man. I I went and got all the materials and you're going to screw me out of this shit. And they're like, yeah, (laughs) because you're busy trying to install the battery. And then they come in and they just stand there. So as soon as the battery's installed, they can hop in the boat. You can't because there's not enough room for more than two people. I I, I always try to pretend like I'm helping them. Okay, hey, do your thing, man. I'm right here with the knife. I got him. I got him. You do your thing, I'll take him out. We'll get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, and as soon as they get it in, you just hop in the boat and drive off. Did you pass me one time, Shane? We're playing a game. You passed like, Shane, Shane, sorry, John. Yeah, I could. I had to get out of there, man. Fucking when Jason gets in the water, he'll kill your ass. I had to go. 
I did. I did to somebody too. They when they fucked me over. No, man, tried to fuck me over, tried to kill me. No, man, get out of here. Nope. <laughs> fuck you. I want. I want to say you ran somebody over once, John, while we were trying to get away. One of the counselors ran out in front of you. You know what though? That was his own damn fault in front of the car. You know, <laughs> like, why would you do that? You did that to yourself. You know. That costed it cost you some points though too, right? And you like lose big like, time points that that shit does now. Yeah, you know it's uh it's single player now. If you want to get on and just play it single player, well, you I, can. I liked it when people try, when that one time I watched that uh, that guy was talking to that girl and he was like, no, 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 get get close to you won't set the trap off. Just get real close to it. You won't set it off. Just get real close to it. And she got trapped. He was started laughing and ran away. And Jason came. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's how that goes, man. Well, you gotta put it's traps, brutal. You gotta put traps by the car. You put you don't put traps by the car. You're just a bad Jason, you know. Yeah. Just, no. Yeah. Traps. I put. Uh, you put one by the driver's side, one by the battery, and then you go find the phone and you put one by the phone connection, and then you're good to go. But uh, anyways, yeah. No, it's a good game. Fun game. You gotta play that one, there. You gotta play that one. I've been playing a lot of uh, strategy games, StarCraft, StarCraft II, uh, Heroes of the Storm. I got Morrowind 3, the old one. Oh, not Morrowind 3, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind from uh, the website. They gave it out for free for one day, and um, I got that for free on PC. And it's the old crappy, you know, graphics from like 2000 or 1999 or whenever it was uh, that it came out. I got those. Uh, I've been playing that, and uh, – what else do I have? Um, no, I thought Skyrim was a badass game. I played that one all the way through with Morrowind, John. I bought Morrowind on the original Xbox, like the first Xbox. And I had it hooked up to that old flat TV that I had, that old big screen remember- projection TV. Well, in the daytime, like the glare would be so bad on that TV, you couldn't really see it. And... I had, uh, I'd got the game Morrowind and I was, you know, just exploring, running around playing. And I found these boots and the boots were called boots of uh, binding speed. Blinding. So I thought, okay, so they, they make you run super fast. And so like with those boots on, like I was hauling ass all over the fucking map, like just super fast. And, uh, but the vision like started getting worse. Like it got to where I couldn't see the fucking game. Like I couldn't play anywhere. And then one day when we were all living together uh, in Arlington, when we all moved up there, Aaron jumps on the Xbox and he's going to play it. And he gets a new character. And I come home from work and I see him. I was like, hey, how the fuck can you see in this? Like, it wasn't working for me. And he's like, I don't know. Works for me. So I loaded my <laughs> game up. And sure enough, can't see shit. It's fucking dark as hell. 100 points on stealth and, is what it was. Yeah. And so basically what I didn't realize, John, is because my TV was shit. It didn't say boots of binding speed. It said boots of blinding speed. <laughs> so you put those fucking boots on, it made your character blind. So that's why I couldn't see shit. So I missed out on that whole fucking game because I, I fucked up at the beginning like that and read it wrong. And I never played it again because I was so frustrated by it. I was like, well, I can't fucking play this anymore. And and then my Xbox was also shit. Like the load times were taking for fucking ever. It took forever to load into a different map. So... But, uh, yeah, Skyrim's a badass game, though. I watched Sarah play Skyrim, John, and she started the mage, and I was like, okay, well, you got to go up to the mage school. And she's like, where's it at? And I'm like, it's on the other side of the map, so you're going to have to go get a horse and ride. Well, she didn't do that. She literally ran all the way to the other side of the map, <laughs> like just sat there and ran across the country. So she's watching all this shit with, like, <laughs> giants attacking mastodons, fucking tigers coming out, and 
deer and shit and like she's just hauling ass and bandits and she's just running straight down the road all the way up to the fucking college <laughs> ran the whole way but it's like what was it like 45 minutes since you were running yeah. running straight <laughs> all the way to the end of the map uh, i went off to go do something else and i come back and she's still fucking running i was like what the hell what are you doing she's like i'm going to the college and i was like why didn't you just steal a horse she's like well i didn't want to do it and it's like oh like my ass stole a horse right off the bat. <laughs> after a while, you could do like instant transportation right after a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Once you get to playing the game, yeah, you got to set up. Uh, it has to be places that you've been to, right? You have to have been there, and then you can teleport there. Okay. If you haven't been there yet, though, you can't teleport. So that's why she had to run. This is funny. I saw something on the internet today. Um, what am I saying? I'm seeing something on the internet right now. It says, "Real headline: Business Insider." Demand is so high for Avengers Endgame that many AMC theaters will open 24 hours a day all weekend. A more accurate headline is, if lines are long, please remember that every AMC worker is having a worse weekend than you. <laughs> well, that's true. No shit, true, man. man. True. Uh, it's, but, you know, at the same time, that's job security. And if you work at one of the AMCs where they serve food, I mean, you're going to get some tips. So it's a good weekend to work. Now, now no, you, got you, don't tips, you don't get tips in the movie industry. Well, you do if you serve food, if they have like a restaurant, like Movie Tavern and AMC does now too. They have, uh, yeah, they, have the gore- the gourmet. they serve you meals. They have like waiters. Not me like though. Real waiters. Water with lime, please. Thank you. Just <laughs> thank you. You actually order water from the damn, when you go to the, like the studio movie girl, movie tavern or something, you just order a water. Yeah. I'll push the button, bring my water, water, please. Thank you. Lime. Thank you. <laughs> they get so mad Water, yeah, just water, just water, yeah. No food, like so that, so that that you justify getting out of the tip by getting water because it's free, right? No, the water, the, the food tastes like shit. That's why I, I get on by the food there. The food is never good. The alcohol drinks are never good, never. But you like the water. But so order water with lime. It's no pop, guys. I gotta go. All right. I'll catch y'all later. Okay. You uh, you guys getting the rain, John? So, uh, we got a little bit of rain today. We got a little bit, not too much. It's raining pretty hard right now over here. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, we got well, it's moving this way, so maybe we'll get like a little bit. No. Well, oh, so I was I was asking uh, Celia, you know that that special little popcorn tin they're going to sell at AMC Theater, little metal one that you buy for like eleven dollars for popcorn. Yeah. I, I was asking her like, well, can I go up there tomorrow, buy the tin? And then take it Thursday to our movie. Because we, we didn't get tickets to AMC. We got to get uh, tickets to, uh, I've forgotten the, the, the place's name. But like, you think they'll let me bring this in there? And they put my popcorn in there? They- as long as it's empty. That shit better be fucking empty, though. And it better not be bigger. It better be what you pay for a normal pop or a large popcorn. Like, so, well, you better get ready so, to pay the full amount. You think, you think I could just buy a popcorn and pour the popcorn in there? You think that'd be no big deal? You know? <laughs> If you walk in there with it and you already have the popcorn, they're going to tell you that. Oh, yeah. There's no... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. They're going to tell you, sir, nice try, you know, but it's pretty yeah, empty. But if you come in there with just the tin and you're like, hey, can you fill this up? In worst case scenario, they just make you the popcorn and you pour it in yourself. Like, you could do that. Like, okay. That That's what fun. I was thinking. Just give me a large. You, you want to, like, what you got that for? I want to pour it in here. I, I, I couldn't imagine them throwing a big deal about that. Like, oh, no, man. you don't, You shouldn't have any problems with that. You can't do that, sir. Sir, please don't make an issue out of what I want to fucking eat my popcorn out of. You know, like, oh, yeah, no, they won't. That's they'll just be happy you're giving them money. That's what the point I was trying to make to Aaron is they'll just be happy you're getting. No, that's the point I was trying to make you with you being cheap on the line. They just want your money. So, 
But yeah, you, you know, know, well, yeah, like I said, well, what's the real big job at AMC? You just tell them you're going to clean up, you know, you're cleaning up after the show. You point them which theater to go to, unless you're a waiter, you bring them food. You know, I wouldn't think it'd be that mind-blowing, numbing, you know, painful job to work at, you know? Uh, you know, I mean, it just depends. If you're, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I went there one night while Aaron was working. It didn't look like it was the most fun in the world. <laughs> well, like I said, you're just, you know. And, and they had Aaron wearing a suit, like a full-blown suit and tie. And he's sitting there sweeping up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And throwing shit in the trash. Still, though, you know what's the most you can have the problem you can have there. You know, you, you put your true. I'll get that. True. It's it's more like it's not necessarily complex problems. It's just bullshit. Like that's the kind of problems you got to deal with. Oh, did you see that? There's some restaurants now that are having robot waiters. I I ain't playing that shit, Shane. Mm-mm. So the robots Mm-mm. they come up to you. You 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 give the robot your order. You speak it to them. They take your order back to the kitchen. Input it. And then they come out and they serve your food like they roll it out on trays. They roll your food. Does, out. does it look like the robot from Rocky? Uh, probably, yeah. It probably looks along those lines. I, I, I doubt it has the big head, like the big eyeballs, but it probably moves you, the same. What way. do you think about it? You think that was like the state of the art? Their shit to them, you know that that their robot made. You know, yeah. The Rocky was kind of. The Rocky had that much. Disposable income. He bought a fucking robot made. <laughs> well, and the thing there was a little, there was like a very tiny subplot where, like, uh, his uh, what was the Adrian's brother, uh, Polly? Yeah. He he actually had like feelings for the robot. Like they didn't really get into it, but oh yeah, you kind of see like change the voice you know. to sound more sexual and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> well, all right. Well, we're gonna have to wrap this up. It is that time, guys. All right, Shane. Yeah. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at BBeefing and follow us on Facebook. Hit us with your topic suggestions. Anybody out there that's listening, we have several regular listeners. If y'all want us to talk about something, uh, let us know. Reach out, and we'll uh, we'll try to get on that topic. But uh, thanks for everybody, and uh, have a good night. All right, so I'll see you next time. All right, bye.